Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I woke up at 5 a.m. Put on my camouflage. Wiped off my 243 and fired up my dog. Headed out to my old deer stand back in the pines. Gonna get me a 10-point buck with 11-inch And welcome back to hour number two of Jim Strader Outdoors. If you're just joining the broadcast, we are revealing some amazing stories about truly gigantic deer tonight. Uh, first hour, we talked to Spencer Loftus, who is a uh, bow hunter. He is from Western Kentucky, Christian County, killed a monstrous 225-inch buck with bow which is an achievement that's just top of the rock by anybody's standards. It's uh, it's an unbelievable story, really. And we're talking about the early muzzleloader season that uh, obviously was this weekend in Kentucky. If you've been out there and hunting and have harvested a, a deer that you'd like to talk about, this is the place where you're welcome to do so. Uh, if you got reports about, EHD, which is very much on a lot of people's minds because it reared its ugly head as a result of the drought conditions that we had in many Kentucky counties and rim wrecked a lot of counties in southern Indiana. The numbers to do so, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. As promised, I have another gentleman on the line here, uh, he has found an unbelievably big buck. He's a hunter, another West Kentucky deer hunter. His name is Jonathan Davenport. And, Jonathan, you've got quite a story to tell. Uh, can you hear me okay, partner? Yeah, I can hear you. Very good, sir. Um, I kind of want to set the stage for this because there's certain things that happen in all of our lives that we'll never forget. Uh, and a lot of them come along in odd times, odd places, and this one certainly fits because you happened upon this gigantic deer uh, in a circumstance that didn't really lead itself to that. And the cool part of the story is this this is a monster of all monster deers. I mean, I... Um, Again, the pictures of this buck are on my Facebook page at Jim Strader Outdoors if you folks want to see what kind of monster steer we're talking about. So, Jonathan, you know, leap folks 
into how this happened. And you're no stranger to big deer. You and your family members have killed big deer, but this is like, oh my God, kind of deer. <laughs> right. So tell folks how you happened upon it and your reaction. And it's just an unbelievable story. Well, it, uh, it started on a Saturday. We uh, here lately been going kayaking, you know, just on lakes and stuff, and uh, just happened upon the wife wanted to go to a this lake, and uh, so you know we get going. You know, the ladies, you know, they lead out as they normally do, and uh, so you know. Us guys being the quiet ones, you know, we just ease on to the front so that we can kind of go ahead and see the wildlife, the the turkeys, the deer, all the different bird. Um, But on this trip, about three-quarters of the way around the lake, uh, we happened to stop there at a point, and as Anybody who's ever kayaked or canoed or boated, you know that once you, you know, you let off the gas or you quit paddling, you kind of just ease on around or come to a slight stop. At this time, we, uh, I'm just sitting there in the kayak, happened to look down, and I see two points sticking out of the, the, the water was probably 10 or so inches deep, you know, just too shallow for a boat or anything like that. Way too muddy to walk on. But uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, hey, dog loves to chew on horns, you know. Maybe there's a, you know, good little horn there to, for him to chew on. Well, uh, <clears throat> I take the uh, my kayak paddle and scrape a little bit of the mud off the top. And my first thought was, man, this is one of those one of those pictures you see on Facebook where two deer have done got in a fight and they got locked up and it ended up killing them both. But heck, that wasn't the case. It was the further I dug, you know, the more points I saw. And as most people, most people talk about it. Deer hunters know you see a big buck, your hands start shaking. You get that kind of sweaty feeling. And that is so true. Um, after I ended up digging it out there, and l- luckily, I mean, I don't know how long this deer's been in the mud, but, you know, the mud preserved it to, to a T. Um, had a little bit of green on one on the two points that were sticking out, kind of like a rope wood that's on a dock or something. But, uh, you know, just kind of cleaned it out in a little bit deeper water and, you know, Man, and kind of got the same feeling right now talking about it. But uh. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask a question, and uh, it probably won't surprise you, but it's, it, I think it's well worth asking. Given the mass, unbelievable mass in this deer, what did that thing feel like in your hands? You had you, you probably was so heavy you had hard time believing the deer could carry that around. Well, my <laughs> – my kayak is a uh, it's a single person kayak, but it's a twelve foot kayak, so it's one that you can stand in and bass fish in. Okay. When I was pulling that thing out, it was tilting me over, you know, pretty far. 
and it, it, it's it, it's crazy, you know. I mean, when I pulled it out, when we first saw the girls, they said they thought I had some bush or something in the or you know something in the front of the kayak. They said it didn't even you know from a distance it didn't even look like a rack. It had so many points going every which way. Uh, oh yeah, and it, it did stink. Oh my God, it stunk. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I will bet. Well, the cool thing about this deer, and again, I'm looking at the picture you shared with me that I've got on my Facebook page. The mass in its brow town area is just awesome. I mean, it's got monster, monster. Massive double brow tines with stickers going everywhere. It's got a huge club uh, uh, protrusion on its right antler. I mean, it's got everything, and it's it's. Well, it, it has those uh, claws that some people talk about the crab claws. Uh-huh. It's got a few of them on both sides. Yep. Well, and it, the thing that some people talk about is the ones that go behind the the neck. And it's almost like it's got horns that go back and protect the back of the neck as far as when they're fighting or something is what I suspect. Yep. Uh, Jonathan, a lot of people have seen this deer. And one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on the program, I've heard all this stuff about, ah, it's not a real deer. It was Photoshopped, you know, all that kind of stuff that occurs on on the Internet. And, and I'm tickled to death for you that you found the deer. And as I remarked here at the start of our interview, this is something you'll never forget. I guarantee you. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's just unreal. You know, I mean, the, the people that's talked about it, you know, I mean, you're in Louisville. I mean, Christian County. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, social media, social media, is it is a wonderful thing to get things out, you know, to, to spread the news. You know, I mean, this deer being found, that's a wonderful thing to know that our deer herds are thriving and and getting big, and you know, producing mature uh, harvestable deer. You know, it's 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 a great thing, and uh, so folks can understand in a, I guess. Uh... To put it in perspective, you have had this deer uh, scored, and t- tell folks about that. Uh, a two-hour process. <laughs> yep. <laughs> two hours. Two hours of scoring, remeasuring, scoring. I mean, it's the – okay, the, the gentleman that um, – Hope he don't get mad at me for saying his name on the radio. Ben Gore. Ben Gore scored the deer. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. Uh, he scored uh, Spencer Loftus's deer. And the funny thing is, the two biggest deer he's ever scored, he scored within a week or so of each other. It was Spencer's and then mine. I'll be darned. And, and <clears throat> I had uh, Phil Faulkner, which uh, people around here know Phil Faulkner. He's a... Uh, Truly good guy. Uh, his father, he was an amazing, amazing person. Uh, but Phil Faulkner, you know, he was he was like a little kid 
opening a present at at, uh, at Christmas. I mean, just giddy and just holding the deer, laughing here and there. I mean, just, you know, it, that deer, you know, when guys see deers like that, that's like a woman seeing a purse or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a great thing. Or, a, or your friend gets a new Corvette, you know. I mean, it's just like, man, look at that. Oh, yeah. Well, Jonathan, what what did uh, he score at? He uh, he scored it at a two eighty and four ace. Man, um, that's just. I a... think it had. I'm trying. I'm going off memory now. But uh, I think it had eighteen inches or so to deduct. You know, as far as to get the the net score, gross was the two eighty. Uh, I would have never thought it would have scored that much. Um, I've held a 180-something deer in my hands. My brother-in-law had killed a massive eight-pointer. Uh, he's got that on his wall. But uh, nothing like this. Uh, it's Oh, <laughs> he said that he used both sets of lines on his uh, the score sheet, you know. He said he's never went on the other set of lines because of so many points. <laughs> that was something that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, that is really, really cool. Um, again, there's pictures of it uh, up on my Facebook page. I know it's gone all over the place on the Internet. And uh, it's a great story because it is a true deer. It's not something made up. And I- I'm tickled, really, that as happenstance that, you're a hunter, so you can really appreciate, you know, what you found. Um, it's a very, very unique situation, and I'm, I'm tickled to death for you, partner. I feel the likelihood of me finding it is probably the likelihood of me seeing it out in the field and and getting it. You know, I mean, me floating to it and being right next to it and me seeing it out in the field and, not falling out of the tree stand and being able to shoot it, you know, it's probably about the same. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, it's, it's a unbelievable deer. It, I'm being told it's going to be one of the top 10 of all time. So, uh, that does not surprise me at 280 plus inches. So congratulations on your find. And we deeply appreciate you sharing your story, partner. All right. Well, I thank you for your time and I appreciate it. Okay. Jonathan, tell all those, Folks in West Kentucky, Jimbo said hello. I'll do so and uh, hide all the family and friends that are listening. You bet. You bet. All right, folks, we got to go to break here. Numbers tonight, as usual, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. This break is presented by Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty. Paul Thomas is the broker there. He will be glad to show you all kind of Outdoor properties that got for sale, some fantastic deer and turkey properties. He's got properties all over the state from all the way up from Lewis County in the northeastern part down into the western part. And he'll be glad to list your property and help you sell it as well. Check him out at M-O-P-H-A-R-T Realty.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors and Open Lines tonight. We'd love to talk to you about deer hunting, fishing, any of the outdoor activities you've been enjoying here recently. The number's 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. As I related uh, in the opening parts of the program tonight, the deer activity has been really, really good here in the last uh, week or so, that full moon onset really triggered a lot of bucks to start roaming, fighting, establishing dominance. Uh, Daytime activity escalated, which set the stage for a really good early muzzleloader season opener, which is uh, at an end as we speak. We're at dark 30, so... uh, if you've been out there, would love to hear from you about what you saw or observed. Again, I'm particularly interested in any of you that have reports about uh, dead deer, EHD deer. Uh, undoubtedly, a lot of them have already decomposed to where they're not going to be as easily found as they would have been a couple of weeks ago when all this hit. It hit about mid-August is when it really started to escalate and lots of you were finding dead deer in lakes, ponds, streams, what have you, but that's continued uh, here and and I've got a lot of reports from friends of mine this past week that were out scouting. They were finding uh, deer because a lot of you folks were not out during the 90-something degree weather, which is certainly understandable i wasn't out there my own bad self <laughs> so uh yeah would love to hear from you about that if you've been fishing uh, i would love to hear your reports the water temperatures have really plummeted in the last week or so i was in georgia fishing last week and couldn't believe when i got back i fished uh the latter part of this week and couldn't believe how much the water temperatures had plummeted. Uh, I was getting 64 to 62 degree temperatures. And I'm sure most of you noticed that same thing. And the fish have gotten very, very active because of that. We are going to plunge headlong into a very normal fall type temperatures going forward this week. We're going to have a lot of temperatures uh, in the 60s during the day and down in the 40s at night. So we're getting back to a more normal type of weather situation, which is going to make for some fantastic archery hunting opportunities and fishing opportunities, uh, depending on your flavor, if you will. I always talk about October as being a, my favorite month, but it's a torturous month in that I, I'm always torn about w- which – which way to go? Squirrel hunting is awesome because the the uh, squirrels have gone to the ground to start harvesting nuts that have fallen, so they're very visible, uh, and it's a great time to prowl in the woods and look for deer sign, getting ready for deer season. Uh, fishing is red hot. Bass fishing is wide open. Crappie are starting to come shallow. 
stripers are getting active. It's uh, it's just, and of course, deer hunting is is upon us. So it's a great time of the year to be out there and enjoy yourselves. And uh, I hope you're like me. I hope you're conflicted because it means you got a lot of opportunities to mull over. And and this is the prettiest month of the year. It's my favorite month of all, and I'm gonna grab all of it I can certainly so I hope you will do the same again open lines tonight numbers are 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484 this break is presented by SMI Marine 11400 Westport Road go see them they'll take great care of you and remember you never get soaked by my friends at SMI Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. Again, open lines, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. I did want to give you some fishing reports that have come my way. For those of you who enjoy fall angling, which I certainly fall in that category myself, the crappie are really starting to move. Uh, It's been a rapid escalation of activity here in the last week in response, no doubt, to the cooling water temperatures, but most importantly, shorter days, longer nights. You know, the photoperiodic light change is what really drives the train on so many things in nature, and that's certainly the case with fish. Uh, The folks that I've talked to and in my fishing, I found that they've moved up into water 8 to 12 feet deep. They're not right on the banks yet, but they're headed that way, and they'll be moving up into the bays. The secondary creek channels uh, are an excellent place to prospect right now, and that's going to increase in a big way as we move through this week because water temperatures are going to continue to fall, as we have seen here recently. So that is good news. The bass bite is Wide open. Uh, crankbait fishing is really, really good. Top water early and late in the day is great. Uh, pitching plastics around uh, brush tops, tree tops, what have you, is wide open right now, and it's, it's going to get just better and better as we go along. The uh, bait fish are, are starting to school and move into the creeks, which, of course, escalates all this activity, and that you're going to see – a rapid increase in that type of activity going forward. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the show about deer activity. This has been, I think I can say this, I'm trying to go back in memory to to kind of make sure I'm not overstating it, but I probably have seen and had more reports of pre-rut activity by the Bucks uh leading up to this early muzzleloader season that we've had that I can ever remember. A lot of times 
in the past, we still had bachelor groups of bucks traveling together when it opened. We've had, you know, some random movement, but the pre-rut activity is about as strong as I've seen. If you listened to my program last weekend, I predicted that you would probably see some scrape activity and some sparring, and indeed we have. And I'm sure some of you were able to take advantage of that with that muzzleloader in your hand this weekend. So I would love to hear from you about what you saw or what you experienced. It's uh, Everything just seems like it's two weeks early. It's been this way coming out of winter, going into spring, summer, and I am very suspicious we're going to see a two-week early onset of winter conditions as well. This has just been a very unusual year. Uh, We've run the gamut from flooding and and record-setting rains to extreme drought. Uh, Now we're, you know, heading into the fall period and, and things in nature seem to be a bit ahead of schedule, and we will see a, a normal rut cycle, in my opinion. It's not going to be early, but the pre-rut activity is early. You know, and we're talking about two different things here. I want to be clear. I don't think we're going to have deer being bred uh, in any big way at a different time than we normally do. By that, I mean we're going to see the majority of the breeding occur first into the second middle part of November, uh, like we always do. The peak usually tends to be between the 10th and the 18th, somewhere I could back it up. Let's say from the 5th to the 20th, if I wanted to be a big window uh, that includes you know the early does that come into estrus and the the uh, continued breeding that happens after that, but that's the period, those that middle part of November is when it'll, it'll peak, and we've got a ways to go to that, obviously, but these bucks are walking. Uh, a lot of deer uh, have been hit on the highways here in the last week or so, which is uh, a good indication about what I'm talking about. The I-71 corridor had a bunch of deer uh hit by automobiles here this last week. So uh, that's always an indicator. Dead deer on 64 as well. I you know, get those reports as people go to and from work. So that's something we'll keep you posted about. Let's go to Fred, who's called. Again, the numbers tonight, 571-8484, 1-800-444-8484. Welcome aboard, Fred. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. For years, I've been listening to you. I've got a couple of questions on regarding uh, pond management, and uh, hopefully, maybe you can give me some pointers. Um, we have um, we have about a almost a two acre pond. It's a really clean pond up in uh, southern Ohio in Clinton County. I'm I'm from Louisville, but I have a house and and ten acres up there. Um, but uh, anyway, I was considering adding an additional species of fish. Right now, I've got um, some. Uh, bluegill, smallmouth bass, we've got um, carp, uh, non-breeding, you know, so we introduce them every once in a while, and uh, some catfish. And they're, and they're all, it's fairly good size. Um, I was considering putting another another species of fish in. What are the pros and cons, and, and what do you think about my mix? All right, let me go back through this. It's two acres. 
And you've got, yeah. you said smallmouth bass, not largemouth? Yeah. Smallmouth, yes. Okay. That's and Asian carp. Uh, yeah. And what else? Bluegill? Bluegill. And catfish. And catfish, yeah. Okay, what, relatively speaking, what is the size of your bass right now? What size of the bass? You yeah, on, on average, what are you seeing? Oh, good Lord. Um, you know, really, to be honest with you, you ought to come fish because <laughs> all my fish are incredible. <laughs> okay. So, we have uh, our, our catfish. I mean, I am not lying to you. We've got two and a half to three foot cat, catfish in there. Our carp are pretty large as well. They're bigger than the cat. And my smallmouth bass, I mean, we have some in there that are that are pretty incredible. And bluegill, as a matter of fact. Bluegill are bigger than my hand. Okay. Um, so my concern was is overpopulation. I mean, I don't, honestly, you know, I don't really fish it. Um, and, I mean, the, the water is clear enough. You can see about four feet down. It, it, it looks almost like a swimming pool. Okay. I'm a little surprised your smallmouth are, are doing as well as they are in a in a lake that small. Um, right. Is it in a rocky environment? Is a rock in no, that I, lake? No. It's, um, it's a dugout we, lake? We do throw some Christmas trees in there and stuff just to help with the, you know, uh, you know, giving the small. It's a, it's a man-made pond, okay. uh, spring-fed, uh, but we throw some Christmas trees in from time to time. I mean, it's 11 to 12 feet deep, um, and we throw some Christmas trees in there to give a little bit of, a you know, a cover for the smaller fish. I see. Okay. Well... The practical side of me says if it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Uh, You know what I'm saying? If you're enjoying really good growth and what have you. However, I do not think you would hurt anything by putting uh, black crappie in the pond, uh, but black crappie only. You don't want white crappie in there because they're true prolific. And the the black crappie, they're in open water feeder. They won't really compete with the bluegill too much. They won't hurt the bass. Uh, That would be something you might consider. The other thing you could put in that would have negligible effects would be uh, shell crackers. How far up in Ohio is this? Um, You know where Clinton County is? Uh, We're in the southern part of Clinton County over near Cedar Creek. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, shell cracker would make it there. If I were going to do an addition of any type, if it were my lake, I'd do the black crappie. And the reason I would do it would be to have another fish that you could harvest on a regular basis to eat. Right. And it won't uh, it won't impact the others. Now, the catfish at some point can become a problem for you. Uh, reason being, catfish feed year-round. Uh, okay. they're, they're much more voracious in their feeding habits than those other species. And they're really hard on crawfish. And crawfish are an important food source for your your bass. And really? It, yeah. And in the smaller sizes, even for the bluegill and whatnot, you know, when they're a little bitty crawfish. So um, the addition I would recommend, if you're going to do anything, would probably be the black crappie. And maybe take some of the um, catfish out? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, but that again, kind of concerns me because we've got some pretty good size ones in there. Well, here's the thing, Fred. Like I said, now 
if you're really tickled to death with what you got, stay ride the horse. You know, stay with it. But if <laughs> if you want an addition to, you know, provide a different species to fish for, and and that uh, yeah. folks can harvest to eat, black crappie would be the way I would go. All right. Got it. Thank you very much, Jim. Yes, thank sir. You. Thank you. That's an interesting equation, actually. Uh, and obviously, you got a very nice lake, so kudos to you, friend. All right, folks, the numbers tonight, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. This break is presented by Paul Thomas at Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty. They're located in Munfordville, Kentucky. He has listings all across the region and would be glad to list your property for sale as well. Some really nice deer and turkey hunting properties uh, for sale right now. You can check them all out on on their site, mopharttrealty.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors, and we got Jim, who's been on hold during break. Hey, Jim, how are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Uh, you had a segment on earlier about uh, big deers and stuff like that. Yes, sir. Um, I just wondered if anybody else had ever seen this monster deer that I saw over by uh, the cemetery in Louisville. Um, what's the name of it? Cave Hill. Cave Hill. The bit, there there was a big cemetery I was going by one night on Lexington Road, and there was a humongous deer buck that ran across the road in front of me. I just wondered if anybody else had ever seen or heard of it, and I'll hang up and listen to you. All right, before you go, what were its characteristics? Was it? Well, um, of the deer or the night or... <laughs> The deer. Uh, as far as how big his rock and all that was, I I couldn't tell. But I've been hunting deer for a long time, and I know he was huge. Okay, all right, very good, Jim. Yeah, he. Uh, there has been several reports of a big deer in that general area uh, that I have heard from. There's another one uh, over in the vicinity of Bellarmine College that uh, I've heard about that uh, people have been relating to me. So there's lots of big urban deer around, uh, reason being, of course, they have the opportunity to get age on them, and as they age, they tend to get bigger and bigger. And being a hunter, I'm sure you uh, can appreciate what that portends because they've got the ability to, to mature and as they do they they grow a bigger rack on average so that's I'm sure what you saw is an older age structure deer so I would suspect that's exactly what's what you've come across 
Um, I want to return to some of the information that I gave out earlier in the program because I'd like to leave you with this information so you can enjoy your sport. If you like to scout for deer and you enjoy rambling in the woods and you like action, this is the magic time to hunt squirrels. This is a magic year to do so. We are riding an extremely high population of squirrels. Our reproductive effort has been phenomenal. And prowling around in the woods when the color's on and the air's crisp and harvesting game for the table is right up my alley. I fully intend to do some of that. Again, the fish activity has escalated tremendously in the last 10 days, uh, and it will continue to do so. Crappie are moving shallow. Will continue to come shallow as we progress uh, towards the change of the calendar in November. Bass activity on the lakes has picked up a bunch. Uh, they're catching them on a variety of different uh, baits right now. Plastics are good. Uh, lakes or ponds that have weed edges where it's starting to die back are great places to run a buzz bait or spinner bait uh, this time of year. And uh, top water on those kind of spots is is really good as well. Uh, deer activity is really really good. It's it's uh, about as good as you'll ever see it this early. You know, normally we talk about the October lull. There's not going to be much of a lull this time. These deer are active. They're walking. They're scraping. Uh, so it's it's going to be a good good time to be in the field leading up to the modern gun season, which should, in my estimation, hit right on the peak of the rut again. So we're looking forward to that and seeing what that will portend. So uh, I guess the bottom line is this is a marvelous time to be out there. Those of you who have listened to me through the years know how I feel about October. I call it Rocktober because everything is indeed rocking. So enjoyed visiting with you tonight. Special thanks to... Jonathan Davenport and Spencer Loftus for sharing their stories about their giant deer. Be careful out there. God bless everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.